You are listening to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Please like and subscribe. Good morning. Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. It is my esteemed pleasure to have one. She takes care of Set Apart Farms. She has a whole health network in front of her. Ms. Angela Holland, how are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for taking the time. I mean, you know, I know you guys are being a very busy schedule and everything else. And I appreciate you taking a little bit of time to uh, sit down and take a few minutes and tell us about what you've been up to with Set Apart Farms and your whole program and everything. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Appreciate it. Where where would you like me to start? <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations on the festival, by the way. And I know it was I'm a very so- very hard thing you guys worked to get past and everything else is to work yeah. on, work on that. And what are your plans moving forward? Yeah, you know, well, the, the festival was a great opportunity to give us exposure and be able to connect with a lot of the veterans in the community and um, really get out what we're trying to do. And so going forward, we are just focusing on getting veterans and their families the resources and education that we're trying to make available through Set Apart Farms, you know, that complete mind, body, and soul approach for not only the veteran, but their entire family, because it really you know, for our family required an entire, you know, family unit overhaul and lifestyle change for right. all of us, not just the veteran. You know, and it's funny when, 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 when you and your husband were on the show before, I, I gave great credit because I always sit there and say, you know, you'll see something online for veterans or whatever else. And, you know, and, you know, and I'll give my prayers for them and their family and friends because it affects everyone to what's going on. And you guys, that's your specialty, and I think that's really important because you don't see a lot of that. I mean, there's some programs that they give a little, you know, a little kid or a little something to the to the family or whatever else is, and that's great and it's wonderful. But there's a lot more because the family is going through a lot. Obviously, the veterans are going through a lot, but the family has to kind of learn to cope with it and live with it and deal with it. And that's where I feel that you guys are coming in and really trying to step up and, and you guys lived it firsthand. If you may just give a little bit of your synopsis of you, of your story, uh, of your past story. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, um, to mention what, what you spoke upon, there are, there, there's some great temporary, uh, approaches to, you know, um, inviting hope into the families in different way in a more temporary way, like you said, a gift, an experience, a retreat, um, you know, but, but for our family, that, that wasn't what we were looking for. And unfortunately, for long-term healing, that's also not going to be uh, what is going to be able to heal the entire family unit. And so, you know, with what we went through with the VA, uh, unfortunately, botching James's surgery and that kind of thrusting us into this world of trying to navigate resources for healing, um, we didn't see the family focus. And so... Being able to family, sorry, to focus on the entire family is something that we saw lacking and something that we saw was working for our own family, um, from the veteran to the spouse, that whole mind, body, and soul approach. And so what we really saw and where we started was what we were putting into our bodies. And that's going to be a huge focus on Set Apart Farms. Um, You know, as we spoke with you before, unfortunately, the VA has a pharmaceutical based approach for the veterans right um you know this is nothing new you know we're even seeing now which i find completely wild as a spouse but we're seeing therapies right now in 2022 for veterans that involve um you know ketamine and and like psychedelics and mushrooms right and so again we're going to this approach that's just for the veteran can i and my 
eight-year-old participate in these types of therapies? I'd say no, right? right? So again, we're always seeing, even in these new areas of wellness and health, right, it's still pretty inclusive to just the veteran. And so, you know, what we learned is with James, it wasn't just going to be about what was going to his body anymore. I needed to learn, first of all, all of the things that he was taking because what we put in our body, especially with veterans, and we see that they're inundated with pharmaceuticals, it all goes to kind of gut health, which as, as veterans, we need to start understanding these terminologies, right? What goes into our body, body matters, and it seems so simple when you say it out loud, but our veterans and my own was taking up to 13 pharmaceuticals in his routine daily, you know, and where does that leave the veteran underneath that for the spouse to connect with? And so it was really hard for me to connect with him, not understanding what was happening inside his body and how that affected also his behaviors, you know, and I'm also in a lot of veteran spouse support groups. And that's um, a big thing that I see in there is that lack of education, which gets in the way of connection as, you know, my veterans acting this way or this is happening. And the first thing I always think of is, you know, was, was there a change of pharmaceuticals because, being in the VA, you know, pharmaceutical routine, we have seen so many of the pharmaceuticals that James was taking been recalled over the years and completely removed. And so to not think that that plays a vital part in connecting with your spouse and what's going on in their body and how they're able to relay communication with you, you know, we're being naive and not giving our, our veterans and their spouses all the resources they need to, to think that doesn't matter. Right. Well, and, and the thing of it is, is, you know, and obviously sometimes some prescription drugs are necessary, needed or help or whatever. But sometimes it's a matter of I, I call it and God, it breaks my heart to say. So I call it the Elvis syndrome. It's like you <laughs> took pills to wake up. You take right. pills to go to sleep. You take pills to go to the bathroom. You take pills not to go to the bathroom. You take pills exactly. to be calm. You take pills to, and, and you know, it, it, it's a weird thing. My youngest son, who's now going to be 30 this year remembers a, a, a friend of ours who has passed away and he was maybe five at the time and he was a Vietnam veteran and uh, was a DA agent for a while and, be, and was a professional athlete afterwards and but he'd have flashbacks and stuff but he sat at the table and I remember it was it was their, my kid's uncle's party and we're at a steakhouse you know at a Ryan steakhouse and he says he said this to me like about a year ago he says you know pops he says you know he says you know, the, I, I remember him sitting beside me, you know, and, 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 you know, and he was a nice guy, but he could have his moments, you know. He says, and I remember he joked with him, and he says, would you like some? He said he had 25 or 30 pills in his hand that he had to take before he had dinner, and he had to have three yeah. glasses of water or whatever it was with it. And so, he, of course, he jokes with my son, you want some of these? He said, my God, you know, some of them were as big as a horse, you know. And, and you know, he kind of, uh -huh. he's kind of funny with my son about it, but. The thing of it is, though, is he had a hand, and Ron had a hand on him, and he's looking at the right. hand. He says, "My gosh, you know, I remember that, and all these pills." And he said, "You know," and, and my youngest son was shy at the time, and he sit there and says, "You need know, to ask him what they were for." But I mean, you know, and, and he kind of told him, "Well, this is for this, this is for that, this is for the other thing," and it was like, "Holy smokes, you know, all these, hand, you know, this handful of pills." And they were for everything that was going to go in the day, and he had to do that like two or three more times in the day. And, yeah. you know, so he's doing this a couple times a day. Plus, in between there, you take the one, two, or three extra of whatevers. So, you know, he's on, you know, 80 pills a day or whatever it is. There's 50 pills a day or whatever it was. And 
and man, and you know, and sure, and, and he needed some of them, you know, and, and some of them, I'm sure, were overdone and whatever else it was, and they changed them over well, like time. Well, like you said, you know, some are, some are needed, like you said. Unfortunately, you know, our, our world's in a toxic state, and a lot of us, you know, have treated our bodies pretty hard through either choices of our own or no choice, and so, you know, um, definitely, you know, our bodies are in a shape where we, some of us are going to need that support, but there's so, there's such a lack of education um, surrounding it. And that's one of the first things that we want to really change and life on the farm, providing that type of therapeutic environment where there's education and resources and agriculture. I mean, food is medicine and we've seen, especially in the past couple of years, um, really, I think a change, which is, I think a great change uh, in culture uh, really wanting to know more about, you know, what is this more food as medicine? How can it really affect inflammation in my body or mood? And so right. really health is a huge focus in our program that worked wonderfully for our family. And when someone, be a veteran or anybody, starts to get their health back and their clarity back, then you start to see, um, you know, the people that we were missing come back to us. And that's really what we're trying to do is invite, you know, a healthy path for the whole family to participate in where the veteran can come back to the family, you know, where marriages can be reconciled and families can be revived because we've seen it happen for our family. And we know that God's working for families right now. And uh, that's really what our focus is, is just expanding that message and elevating our veterans to be the leaders. You know, their families are cut from a different cloth as well. And so bringing them back up to, you know, changing that stereotype that, oh, you know, you're, you're married to a veteran. Oh, you know, it's got to be hard. Instead, like, hey, you know, you're married to a veteran, like high five, like what you guys are doing. We love having you in our community. You're making great changes for us. And that's what our veterans and our, our their families are capable of doing. That's what they did for decades. Right. And, 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 and that was the point I was getting to and having being, you know, uh, you know, me as a doctor of natural medicine, I don't practice normal giving any voice on the air. Um, but you know, the, the thing of it is, is that when you look at all of these things, you know, your body as a whole, yes, you know, it needs to, if you kind of break it down into many things that it, that it is, you know, the natural part of your body as well. If you can function naturally at it and look at too much of anything isn't good for you. I don't care if it's natural or not. And that's probably the only, right. only, only physical advice I'll give today. You got You got to pay attention to that. But you do have to be educated in what you are. And a lot of times people didn't know what to say especially back in the day and sometimes now too, to, okay, look, you know, this person's having a reaction to this, this, or this. And yes, veterans' families, man, are, are cut from a different cloth because, you know, it, it is something that you go through because even when things are good, hey, look, your 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 uh, veteran is overseas, at the, you know, for a long time or, 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 or wherever and going, doing these hours and those hours and, and the family and, and at home, whichever one's at home taking care of who, is that's what's happening right now. So, you know, by the way, your mom, dad, and everything in between, no matter which member is away from home and everything else, now, by the way, they got to come home and they also have to deal with issues of not only what they've seen at war or whatever, but they also have to come back and, you know, fit into the community. Look, to me, a veteran is an asset to a community. You know, a veteran is, you know, for a job, for anything else, Wow, okay, it's not one, two, three, four, five like everybody thinks, but you know, really good structure doesn't hurt anybody or any business. And uh -huh. so so when a veteran comes back and says, hey man, whether he was a medic, whether he was in charge of uh, weaponry, whether he ran the office or whatever else it is, 
man, you you really want something that you know somebody can really kind of kick things in order in a in a good way. You know, veteran with a great personality is man. You you, you got yourself a winner all the way around there. As somebody I like having on board. You know, I mean, it, it's you know, you're 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 in a win-win situation to me. So that's to me, I love the idea that you bring that aspect to the community, and also you're looking at healing from the inside out. You know, and 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 you know, cultivating that. You know, because well, of course we all use our bodies. That just kind of happens like that. You know, I mean, we're just you know, you can't. It's hard to not go by McDonald's or hard. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is now. Um, but <laughs> well, you know, it is. But you know, it's also um, really trying to change those habits, right? right? And so when you have your family centered, because a lot of it is, you know, we're in busy schedules, and you know, right. we're in that we're single and we're driving in our vehicle at that time, and you know, going from place to place. And when we start to really incorporate the these types of things. It has to be a lifestyle change, like you said. It really yes. has to be something that you also have support for. So that was another thing that we saw, that the veteran would have a lot of support, you know, in trying to gain these programs and this education and then try to come home where the rest of the family wasn't given those tools and, you know, the frustration that they felt then, right, of trying to apply those tools and not everybody being on board or the fact that you, you know, it even tapped into the spouse has been doing double duty while the veteran was learning those types of skills um, and education and isn't able to reciprocate it because, you know, they have a whole list of things that they're dealing with. And so, you know, for us, until we started taking all of this on as a family unit, it was more like everyone was on their own individual paths of healing and nobody was really meeting up, right, in the same place. Uh, and so when you start everyone off in the same place, you're all going to be on more of the same journey, learning the same things, being able to apply them together. And then it really becomes, you know, a lifestyle change. Cooking is a huge focus uh, for our family. But unless, you know, you're, you're taught simply where to start, it's also overwhelming. And so getting that education in a fun family way, I think is something that obviously veterans and their families are not being offered. And we want to change just the overall approach. Uh, you know, I like to say that we're a new approach for long-term healings for veterans and their families. And the thing is that and their families has always been left off uh the end right. up until now and, and and now that that being said but see you lived it so you had been through all this process with you you know with your husband james and your family you had been through this process so tell me as the wife of a veteran who had been through all this and also obviously you know your husband uh had some major physical issues and health issues from a bot surgery and everything else how did it uh, where did you get the intestinal fortitude to push forward? Because I know it, was, it wasn't an easy ride for you, and you, you've shared this before, but wh where did you get the intestinal fortitude to say, okay, doggone it, you know, I, I, I got to roll up my sleeves harder here? You know, I mean, you know, you got to be, I mean, this, I mean this in a loving way. You got to be a, a pretty tough broad to be able to take that and push forward. So I mean that in a loving way. I said that about my mom. So no, and, and I take that and I, I thank you because it, you know, it was a, it was a difficult time. A lot of people also don't realize just like a lot of veterans and their families, when this happened, our marriage was in turmoil. Our family, you know, was uh, in turmoil. And so um, it's a simple answer. Now it was a complicated journey but god when i when i started this journey when the va botched um james's surgeries where i'll say it starts <laughs> or we'd be here just forever right. um but you know i was actually a practicing pagan at the time and i was speaking against god and i was speaking against the bible and james had fallen away and everybody pretty much knew our stance um as far as where our faith 
was or lack of faith, mm-hmm. but Bibles started showing up at the facility that we were staying at, um, which I, you know, I thought was odd then, but now knowing God, how I do now, it's not odd at all. And so, um, the physical is great. Like that, that helped me, but God is what got me through. So you can only get so far with the physical knowledge, with mm-hmm. knowing, you know, how to balance the medications and ask about them and incorporate them and the diet. But to really get through something, to really have healing, there's no doubt, in, you know, in my mind and heart that, that God has to be a part of it. Um, because for me, where I was in my marriage and not having faith, I didn't understand the concepts of mercy and forgiveness and love. Like a lot of people that were hurt, uh, I was taking tally, you know, of how many times I'd been hurt and looking for justice. And I, I learned along my journey, I, I was I got a lot more successful and better off when I stopped asking for justice and started praying for mercy for my family. And so what got me through was really having my heart changed and we're a faith-based organization. I don't shy away from that. You know, do you have to, do you have to be ready all in for, you know, God where I am now? No, I wasn't. God will meet you where you are. But that really was the, the overall, um, ingredients, you know, that we were lacking in our family and the mechanism that kept driving me when I felt, you know, that things were hopeless. You know, when you walk with God, he sends you the uplifting that you needed. So even when we were at the facility that we were at and I was learning about these things, I was learning about congressional inquiries and navigating the VA. um, You you would think what happened to us was rare, but it wasn't. There was another couple there. She was about 20 years our senior. And unfortunately, the VA had also botched a surgery for her husband and completely paralyzed him. And they were going to send them home with no house modification, with nothing to help her. And I just learned about a congressional inquiry. And so we got one for her. And what do you know, when you figure out how to infiltrate and navigate their system, they ended up paying her modifications and and giving to her what they should have. And so, you know, God dropped a lot of those uh, along the way for me. (laughs) And so that's what really kept me going was that this just isn't about us. You know, this is so much bigger. This is about veterans. And even bigger than that, it's about families, you know, and what God's trying to do to, to help our family units. Now, and, and for people listening out there, um, when now now James wasn't particularly religious per se, was he? Um, you know, he grew up that way, but by the time I had met him, he was fallen away from a lot of, um, you know, his experiences in war and not really having a good foundation, um, you know, in in his faith and in scripture. You know, okay, so and and you know, so other people are going to ask, sit there and say, okay, look, was it? Um, did you have an epiphany? You know, you said the Bible was, you know, what you popping up around and everything else it is, but then all of a sudden, did you, you know, kind of hear somebody speaking to you? You know, was it, you're not, not, was it not, 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 stupid, pay attention to me, or was it just, you started getting a feeling? I mean, can you share a little bit if you don't mind? No, I don't mind at all. Like I, I love, you know, giving glory words too and sharing hope. And so, yeah, Bible started showing up, um, but not just one, there was about five. And what's ironic about that is I'm a researcher. So I love research history. I've studied all types of ancient writings. That was the one book I hadn't read ironically. And so I read it. I, I decided at the beginning when it showed up, you know, um, I didn't, I didn't have this epiphany. It was still pretty rebellious attitude that I was going to read it. And by the time I was done reading it, like nothing was going to change, but I did give it a shot, right? I would read it. And I, I gave it my all. I studied the Hebrew. I studied the Greek from cover to cover, all types of commentaries. I mean, like a college class. Um, and through that, you know, that journey, 
that's when things started slowly changing for me. I'm stubborn. So I just, I started witnessing him in my life. I started seeing that a lot of, uh, the things that he told us were good for us were good for us, <laughs> you know, and then further, all of them were, um, but it was little by little. And so that's why, you know, if a, if a family, and I know there's families out there that are, are struggling with the concept of God, especially in the veteran community, because we were one of them. Um, that's okay to have questions. There's a lot of things that are happening in this world that have questions attached to them, but we also have to put in the work and, you know, um, research these things for ourselves and try to get to know who we have questions about. And so really I put the work in and he met me where I was and amazing, miraculous things happened. <laughs> you know, well, set apart farms being one of them. Well, you know, and, and the idea of sitting there, I mean, and you're being straight up and I appreciate you, you know, it just wasn't, yeah. you know, certain things happen and I wasn't being flippant to ask it earlier. You know, it's just, you know, I me, mean, I'm a smart Alex. So I asked the way I ask it, <laughs> but you know, but I mean, I, I legitimately want the answers because this is a thing, you know, I mean, and I'm a, I'm a faith person, you know, based person and, uh, you know, and I, and I, and I, I believe in God, but I, I sit there and, you know, and I want people's experience and, you know, and how things, you know, obviously you guys have turned around because you guys did have it very rough for a while right oh yeah yeah for for years i mean many many years um this didn't just happen you know with one incident and then you know we fixed it and we were okay we we ended up going from one state after being displaced at a facility for about seven months um and it wasn't an even easy seven months there <laughs> um that brought us you know from washington state to texas where for many, many more months, you know, we had to continue fighting to get corrective surgeries and um, procedures and we're fighting for, you know, um, things within the VA that were not being handled right to be handled right. And so we, we definitely battled homelessness during all of that time, um, didn't know the things, how things were going to happen, you know. So our faith played a huge journey in that and being resilient and continuing to pursue uh, the routes that we want to share with people, right? Knowing the, the private sector grants that are out there, what they're for, knowing how to navigate the VA, knowing how to bring faith and healing into your home with a complete mind-body-soul approach, Um and so as we kept going from one part of this journey to the next, the puzzle pieces were falling in place. And we saw that there weren't just gaps in Washington and Oregon, that there were gaps all over the nation. Um, and as we continued to learn about these things, God definitely put the pieces in place for Set Apart Farms. And, you know, as, as everything was coming together for Set Apart Farms, um, and fortunately for the rest of our country, everything else was changing. And so that really put a hold on what we were doing for Set Apart Farms for a couple of years. Um, but we didn't stop we really got to know um, different people in the community and just kept, you know, networking. And so, you know, where we're at now is, is a, a really great place because after the past couple years, people are a lot more receptive to what we want to do for veterans and their families and how that, that type of lifestyle and education can continue past veteran families too, to all families, really. Right. I think uh, when we spoke last time with your husband, James, you, you kind of you edited things, you kind of adapted uh, you know, improvise, adapt, and overcome that old military saying, you know, is kind of what you guys did. <laughs> and you did the best you could seeing yourself through it. And now with things being a little bit more open, per se, you guys are pursuing the things you couldn't pursue, correct me if I'm wrong, that you couldn't pursue before is now why you're, you know, kind of being wholeheartedly moving forward in, in, in other approaches that you couldn't be able to do earlier. Right. And, you know, having the, the community and people be a whole lot more receptive to really um, advocating for health, knowing what's going in your body, knowing that 
how that's going to affect you, knowing how you can participate and be an advocate in in your own health and how those health changes can start at any time, um, regardless of what your current health situation is. You know, like a, a lot of the things that, that you speak about, um, that is something that we're really happy to see because that plays a huge part, you know, in connecting to what we're trying to do with agriculture and being able to just really participate in your own health program and getting your health back because unfortunately, you know, we see in veteran families um, and across the nation, but really with veteran families, the, the inundation of the pharmaceuticals and the need for, you know, healing the body and the spiritual sickness that's going on and, and being able to really address both of those. I think it's really necessary to um, address them at the same time. And we saw a lot of that was lacking. It was one or the other, but not really the integrative approach that we, we really need for veterans and their families. Right. Now, now, as far as just to cover this, now, and you guys are willing, you know, cause some people, whether they're religious or not, that kind of scares them. So, I mean, so the help's there regardless of their religious uh, affiliations, correct? Right, exactly. Like I said, you know, we are a faith-based organization, so clearly we're going to be talking about God and Jesus and the ways that the Bible, you know, implements healing. Now, is it all day, every day that that's being talked about? No, that's what it's led about, right? Like, it tells us in Scripture, you know, from our approach and how we look at it, clearly God had lots of remedies that we can still incorporate today. Right. And so that's a, that's a good place is education. And, you know, we love naturopathic doctors and integrative doctors. We're not like down with the medical community and right. you have to be the certain way. We meet you where you are the same way that God met us where we were. But absolutely, we encourage, you know, exploration of scripture, reading it if you've never read it. It, it was life changing for us and in a good way um, and really utilizing the parts that you can, because, again, you don't have to be. Um, you know, in the faith, but we definitely suggest you be curious because that's where we're hoping it leads. <laughs> right. Um, and, and, but to, and, and see, the education part of it is it's funny because I, and I like the fact that, you know, obviously, you know, that there's, you know, there's certain things that you have to do, take, feel or whatever. But you're also trying to make sure to catch up on the idea that, you know, OK, it's like somebody who comes home every night and gets drunk. Or somebody who comes home every night and, and, and overdoes their pills or whatever it happens to be, those are things that, you know, that you might be taking them in a different direction and sitting there saying, look, this is this is a better avenue than this for you inside and out. Because obviously, you know, and hey, look, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. Anybody knows me knows I don't mind to have a glass of scotch here and there. But I mean, the idea is to sit there and say that, okay, look, you know what, this is, you know, again, too much of anything is not good for you and you sit there showing a, a better way of lifestyle and things and also getting somebody on a path of because depression's a very hard look depression's the biggest liar there is i'll say it outright Absolutely, and, yeah. and 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 you know you can't you can't uh come about you know and just not one step and i'm glad that you sit there and you're telling people look it's just not the quick you know it's not a quick fix pill in this way either but you are giving hope and you are showing and you are a product of exactly what you've been through yourself with your family. Well, exactly. Yeah. You know, and like, and like you, you tapped on, um, each family is different. And so it's really 
getting to know each family, which unfortunately I don't think a lot of programs do either. They're very blanket. This is the program. This is what you can expect. And some programs work well that way, but I don't think what we're trying to accomplish works well that way. So sitting down with the family, because for one family, uh, food may be an issue, right? There might be overeating as the way that they live out the trauma in that family. And so we really want to focus on, you know, reconnecting with the right relationship with food in that family. Or the other family might be escapism because they never learned how to properly communicate. So they're a runner when they get upset. And that works only to some extent. And so communication would be a focus for that family. And so I really think this whole general approach of like, these are the three things every family is going to do every way. That's outdated. Every family is unique, especially in veteran families. Um, Veteran families, again, this is our demographic, so that's why I keep saying veteran families. They, They have specific trauma issues, and they're usually grouped into the same. And so when we're dealing with family, uh, veteran families and veterans, we see a lot of the same escapism behaviors. And so really inclusion is a, is a huge thing that we have to focus on. And that inclusion is going to look different for every family. Now, Angela, with saying that you have some people they've been so far into, whether they're homeless and, you know, they've kind of lost hope and that's why they don't come off the street or whatnot. And I've heard this many times, and I'm sure you have as well, you know, they're, they're homeless now, and it breaks my heart to see any time to see a veteran, home, anybody homeless, because I don't know what that's like, yeah. but, but, you know, but especially a veteran to be homeless. So the idea to give faith to a veteran that, 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 uh, to, that they can still make a comeback, and they can still, you know, come back into society and make it, um, one, one, first of all, I, I, I appreciate you guys for even, you know, producing that and bringing that to attention, but um, what do you say to the Maybe somebody who shares this with someone or, or, or one of our veterans out there, you know, that sit there and says, you know, man, you know, it's been so long I've been out of society. I'm on the street or, or damn close to it or whatever. What do you say to them that to kind of give them the hope that, uh, you know, they can still make that comeback, even if they've been going mm-hmm. through it for years? Absolutely. You know, and there's there's two demographics, um, you know, that we have to consider when you say that there's the single veteran demographic and there's the family demographic because they're both facing those situations, you know, and and clearly our our focus and I'm not going to leave out the single veteran, but our focus is the family. And so really what we're trying to do is change it to where they don't end up a single veteran. Most of the single veterans are single. And I'm saying most are because of divorce. You have other outside, you know, um, issues that happen too. So we want to stop it before it happens. We want to get that family when they're struggling and teach them the resources, the tools, the empowerment, better ways to heal. And so for those families that are, are struggling, your family unit, is your way out of that struggle, even though right now they may seem like they are your struggle, you know? And so that's the thing with the family is we really have to connect them so that they no longer feel that they're in hostile territory being in their own home. But for the the single veterans that are out there, you know, we're not a program that is going to turn away anybody. We have partners that deal with um, single veterans and there's all types of new approaches that are happening. You know, and the way that you feel now, you're not always going to feel this way. You're not always going to be in a broken season. There were years that all we saw was darkness, but you can't forget that there is light out there, but you're going to have to go after it. Sometimes that can be the hardest part is looking in the mirror, you know, and having that conversation and knowing the opportunities are out there, but getting past that fear to go after them. So we provide that type of community. You can call us. 
We have resources for you. So whatever situation that you are facing, just know that God is on the move for his people. You know, God is on the move for all people, whether or not you consider him yours or not. And there are so many places out there that are fighting differently for these families. And we're one of them. Now, and, and, and I, that's, that's a fantastic. I appreciate that. Now, let me ask you a question when it comes to, you know, and you, I know you were, and we all still learn more of these things, but your advocacy for finding, you know, ways to get things done, you said, you know, you obviously helped this, this person you were talking about with, you know, getting uh, access to their home or whatever. And, uh, you know, a lot of people think that, oh man, look, you know, they lose faith in picking up and calling their local representative or their senator or whatever. And to me, I feel like you have to be like Novocaine going to a dentist. You have to keep on drilling, you know? So <laughs> would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, getting getting these things done were not easy. I don't want to give um, the impression that it, like, if you just call and cry and they'll help you. No, there were, there were, I would deal, dealt with this for years. I was uh, unfortunately hung up on a lot. Um, the congressional inquiries were helpful, but again, I had to be calling all the time. They didn't always go smoothly, um, especially when I wasn't happy with some of the things that were happening. But you definitely, so it's one of the things I was saying, you kind of have to be ready for the fight because it is a fight. But collectively, you know, um, veterans were trained to fight and so were their families. And so that's why I say there's no better demographic to fight this fight than one that was trained to. Um, and so you know, remembering who we are is super helpful in those situations, you know, and if you're faith-based as we are, um, you know, remembering who our God is and how he helps us as well. You know, and, and, and I, and definitely, you definitely have to keep, because, because it is, you have to chip away at that, uh, armor until basically you kind of start moving some, you know, moving some rocks or whatnot. But I mean, um, but at the same time, now you do provide, you, you do provide, uh, some ideas and it's not just in the, the Texas area, whatnot, to things that people can do to start chipping away at that armor, correct? Yeah, you know, and, it, and uh, we still are chipping at it. You know, there's certain aspects that we're still fighting with the VA over the last couple years, policies that, you know, that we are, are not okay with. Um, and so, the first thing is, is yeah, learning to work with the VA. There's a lot of us out there that just don't want to deal with it. And I don't blame you. I didn't want to deal with them either, but we have to, um, unfortunately. And two, two reasons, um, because unless we want to see the change, which we do, we have to figure out how to ask for that change. Just saying, I want the VA to change. That's clearly not working. <laughs> and so what we have to do is, uh, I like to say, we have to infiltrate it. We have to realize how it works, research it. Um, and that information is offered as well, being able to help veterans and their spouses. Their spouses need to know also, the, like I said, the pharmaceuticals that they're on. They need to know about all the different resources they have from different stipends to education to social workers to patient advocates that benefits doesn't speak with medical and so really having to um to learn these things the first thing is connecting with other people um and then sharing the information and then getting out there and doing it i can share this information with veterans and their spouses all day but again they have to be willing to call their va and say who is my social worker who is my patient advocate i'm not getting anywhere with my appointments and also we have to fight until collectively the va is saying wait a minute something's changing <laughs> you know um we're gonna have to start 
you know, giving the services that our veterans and their spouses are asking for. You know, we don't get naturopathic care. We don't get a lot of choices in our programs. And we certainly aren't taught how to navigate the the benefits um, or any of the education. We were never given that information. Um, and they're, right. they're super, they're super uh, okay with you not knowing, which is unfortunate. They don't host, I, I mean, lots of different spousal groups and things. And out of all the information they've sent me out of the years, it's never been a tour of how to learn to navigate your VA. You know, I'm, I'm going to disagree with you. One thing you said, I don't think it's what they expected. I think it's what they've earned. You know, right. veterans and their families have earned to have the best care in the world for depending, you know, de- defending and representing our country. And I think that they've earned, them and their families have earned for their sacrifice, uh, the, the greatest care in the world, um, without a doubt. Um, I agree. But unfortunately, that is, that's not what we're given. And I don't see that changing anytime soon unless we get more involved. You know, we we have to. It's a time of rebuilding and change. And it's really, you know, it's a great time to be alive because we're we're able to see things changing that need to be changed. And we're able to be a part of it if we choose to be. Now, I I agree with that. Now, let me and, and here's something else I feel that you also pointed out is that it's okay to ask, you know, when you go to your doctor. It's okay to ask questions to, hey, look, or you know what, all of a sudden, if you see, uh, you know, a, a different reaction after a couple of days and it doesn't go away, or after a first day, if it's really different or extreme, to call up and you know, call up the pharmacy, call up the doctor and sit there and say, hey, man, look, something's not right here. You know, I encourage that, and, and, and I'm sure you do too, because you wouldn't be standing where you are today, you know, and, and being on the show and sharing what you've been through without being inquisitive and being persistent, right? Oh, yeah, I absolutely encourage that. And that's one of our, our goals is to get every veteran to, you know, start understanding what's going in their bodies. But I also encourage to take it a step further. I would go to the appointments, to several of them. Um, I would have James call and introduce me, you know, to his primary when it was time for me to get involved. Yes. And I would sit, sit in those um, meetings. And a lot of them didn't like that. And I said, that's too bad. <laughs> Every spouse should be in here if we're a caregiver. Even your older children should be in there with you so that they understand um, the true perspective of what's going on with mom or dad. Because so often our children look at us and they don't understand why we behave this way or why what why our home is the way that it is. And if your child's of an age, you know, where they can go to one of these doctor's appointments, right, you know, and it's age appropriate, bring them because that is their parent and they need to know what is going on in their home. And that's how things start changing, um, where the whole family starts participating. And if the VA doesn't like that, that's one of the things where it's like too bad. (laughs) This is our entire family and our, our entire family is a part of this. Right, uh, definitely for sure. Now, where can everybody find you on social media if they want to look into, um, you know, set apart farms, help out, um, donate, uh, participate, or need need some assistance? Yeah, we have all types of ways to get involved. So you can go to setapartfarms.org. 
We also have a Facebook page and an Instagram on our Facebook page. There's always all different types of education and resources that we're trying to get out there, learning about different ways to heal your body, different ways to start incorporating um, healthy communication at home, activities for the family. Um, as for the ways to get involved, uh, on our website, there's all types. Of course, we're always looking for partnerships, sponsors, monetary support, but we're looking for more than that. Um, just as, as you bring so much knowledge, we're looking for people to bring knowledge, you know, to our veterans and participate that way. We want the community to be involved. So there is all types of ways to provide the skills um, as individuals, even if you're looking to get involved with veterans. So, yeah, you want to go to setapartfarms.org. Uh, there's a tab for how to get involved and then you'll find a match that for you. Um, we're a little bit different, like I said, and we like to give choices and options. And then you, you know, figure out the path that's going to work for you guys too, as, as sponsors and even as our veterans and their families, there's ways to go and apply. Uh, that way, once we're, we have the homes and we're building and everything's going, then we can get you right in. And until then we can be working with your family uh, in whatever ways that we can. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address that. By the way, they are a 501c3, which means basically if you donate something, it is tax write-off. Yes, it is. So, <laughs> you know, for that part as well. Now, real quick, Angela, please tell me, you addressed this part of this and in our last episode. People, please feel free to go back and listen to it. But, um, you know, the idea is for you guys to build some homes on some property and attain some property, that kind of thing, correct? Yeah. So, you know, like I said, when we um, got our, our 501c3, you know, um, that was towards the end of 2019. And then the next year, like I said, things changed really across the nation. And so for us, like a lot of other organizations, uh, a lot of things had to stop and had to be done differently. Right. And so, um, you know, a lot of our avenues for land that we were pursuing um, were kind of put on halt, but we were able to, you know, keep going in other avenues of builders and partnerships. So we kind of like to say we did it backwards. We didn't really have a choice. <laughs> but so now, you know, we're just, we're really looking for that final piece. We want to be uh, very careful with the piece of land. We have some great prospects um, that we're working on hope to have wrapped up by the end of the year um and so that's kind of why we've done things i don't want to say backwards but yeah we're we're still looking for that land right now um and like i said we're really excited about being able to start housing the families as soon as we're able to secure that it's going to be five homes so right away five families will be able to you know start getting the resources that they need the privacy so that they can heal with respect and honor and just being able to apply the things that we were lacking that now, you know, we're, we're able to put together for these families. I love that. You know, you know, it's, and I, and I, and I so respect, you know, you and James, you know, going, cause you guys have gone through this firsthand and, and, you know, and as a family that to go through it, it, it is, yeah. it is good and bad that you go through it as a family, you know, it, it, it's hard, but it's nice that you have somebody there, but at the same time, it kind of sucks because you have somebody there. <laughs> you know, it, it, it is. It's all of that. It's the ups and downs, the good, bad, and the ugly. But at the end of it, you know, you you can know that your family was breaking some serious cycles, you know, and that things are going to be different from this point forward. So that's, a, you know, when it's all said and done, our, our two-year-old, she's eight now, she she lived through it with us. And I would, I would 
I would guarantee if your child lives through these types of changes with you in the ways that are did, the ways that we want to provide, it changes the family, but for the better. I mean, you have this, this bond and these experiences that you went through all to better each other. So, I mean, there's so much love involved in the healing process when a family also sets their hearts to it that everything that happens after that family is healed is going to be life-changing for everyone that's a part of that family. I love that. One more time, give all your uh, .orgs and where everybody can find you and everything <laughs> and where they can help out. And again, remember, this this is definitely a, uh, you know, a 501c3, so it is tax deductible, set apart yes. farms, and, you know, every little bit helps. And uh, I, I know that uh, James and Angela appreciate because they're building this to help our future and our veterans right now even. We do. We absolutely appreciate the support. The The community support is what helped us when we were going through things. It wasn't the VA. It wasn't the government. It was veterans and families and community that helped pull us out of where we were. And that wasn't for nothing. It was so that we can go back and help pull other families out of where we were. And so we'd love for you to go to setapartfarms.org, read about it, share it with other veterans, share it with your family, get involved, um, however your heart leads you. But, you know, we're doing big things and things are going to be changing um for the way that they're done for veterans and their families and we're happy to be a part of that yeah i thank you both so much for taking you know you know taking time last show please give james my very best and uh, and my respect and thanks for representing this country and and you guys as well as family members uh, being a part of it and you know and sharing the sacrifice and i appreciate what you guys are doing i thank you so much uh, for taking the time. Angela Holland, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much again. I really appreciate you taking the time to come on to Lifebox. Oh, thank you channel. so much. Thank you so much. God bless, and thank you for, you know, highlighting these really important issues for our veterans and their families. Lifebox Media Channel, we are 